My brother is so into Stranger Things, by the way. It is oh, really? the most into a show I've ever seen him get. Well, has he always been like this or this season well, is what? So how I watched it was I it took me three times to get into it. I watched one episode. I was like, that was good. And then I never watched it again. Then I wanted to give it another shot. Started the first step again. Watched two. Never watched anymore. And then season three came out. Everybody was talking about it again. And I'm like, all right, this is my final attempt. And so I just powered through. I skipped Eps 1 and 2 that time. I started with episode three. And then he was walking through the room as I was watching the third episode. And he's like, what is this? And then he just got engrossed by it somehow. And literally, he has never seen episode one and two. He started with he started with three with me. And then we watched all of season one, all of season two, and all of season three in about two weeks that summer that season three came out. <laughs> Your face. I was absorbed from the very first minute of the very first episode. I was struggling. Honestly, even at the him sitting down to watch the third episode with me is probably what kept me into it was that he I was now watching it with him and then we were talking about it is what kept me engaged. I was not grasped from episode one at all. So I know Stranger Things is full of movie references and you mentioned that you noticed, I think you have a list of horror movie references I do. from this and season. It's, and it's not comprehensive because as our listeners may or may not know, I'm slowly delving into the horror movie genre. And so I'm not an expert by any means, but I have seen way more now than I ever have. The first and foremost, most obvious one is that the whole concept of Vecna is Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger is a monster who only lives in your mind. And that's why it's very difficult for, I can't remember the main character's name, but for her to beat him in the end, because you have to be dreaming to see him. In fact, there's a scene in Stranger Things that's a direct rip from Nightmare on Elm Street. The very first kill is this high school cheerleader who's sleeping with her high school boyfriend. And she like lifts up to the ceiling, very, almost a direct, it was cool that I now got the reference now that I've seen it. I'm so thrilled to not get any of the references because I haven't seen any, almost any horror movies and would love to keep it that way. I was getting a little worried because like, I didn't want to tell you that it was scarier because I was afraid that if it, if you didn't find it that scary, that it would keep you from watching it. Like, I didn't want to scare you away. <laughs> then as I watched, I was like, this is going to be rough <laughs> for her because the deaths are very gruesome when they finally made it to the upside down mm-hmm. and all the quote scary things that happened there none of that scares well, me. yeah none of that was scary it was but the deaths yeah. and the hollowed out eyes and the possession that kind of stuff and the house stuff not. the flashbacks absolutely not that no. one episode no. where we, we get the whole backstory of the family and the killing and that was a rough one <laughs> I I watched a decent percentage of those scenes with my eyes closed. I don't blame you. It was unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of that house, Victor, the father, when Nancy and Robin go and see him in the psych ward, that's Silence of the Lambs. It even looks like they purposely You're make right. it look yeah. like Silence of the Lambs because that wall is like big bricks which is how it looks in Silence of the Limbs. And even the way they come up on his cell, he's like turned away from them. It's a 
totals reference. This one, it might be a stretch, might be intentional. I don't know. The stuff with Elle in the beginning with the bullying and the outlash was Carrie-esque. Yes. Especially her then turn to violence after she's humiliated in front of everybody. Yeah, I think I I think you're seemed definitely inspired right on that. by Carrie. And then the only one that I other one that I have written down, but I'm sure there are more, is when they're in the house and they're going up the attic stairs. It reminded me of Psycho because there's a shot in Psycho where I cannot remember the main character of that movie either. They're going up the stairs to what they think is going to be Norman Bates' mother, and it's just. It is Norman Bates' mother, but she's a skeleton and it's like a whole, it's like the big climax of that movie. And that shot of them coming up the stairs up to the attic reminded me of Psycho. So that's all I got, but I'm sure people have more because I read an article that was saying that most of it was very intentionally ripped from horror. What did you think of it overall if you had to give the season a rating from one to 10 so far? I think this one is my favorite of the four. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm surprised. Before it came back, you and I had had a conversation and I was saying that I- You were over it. They were getting on my nerves. I was annoyed. I had a lot of resentment for them taking so long and then trying to build hype in what my opinion felt like the last minute because they realized they might have lost some people. And the second I put the first episode on, I was right back into it. I was like, <laughs> the show is so good. They Because each season, while they all feel different and they all are like centered at different times and usually around a holiday or some of them are, they all have the same vibe. And I just really, it's so comforting instantly. So even though it was scary, from the very first episode, I was back in the Stranger Things zone. I thought it needed to be 10 to 15% shorter. I do agree. And I have a major complaint about one. So I like the separating of the characters. And I actually think this season had my favorite groupings. I think they grouped the right characters together in this season. Yeah. But my only complaint is that the L stuff brought everything to a dead halt. I, every time it showed her training of getting her powers back, I was so bored. That entire storyline could have been done in 20 minutes. Yes. And the number of times that they showed us many violently massacred children was so, so beyond uncalled for. Regardless of what happened recently, mm-hmm. even if even oh, if that yeah. hadn't happened, yeah, it still is so beyond what anyone needs to see. Yeah. And not to jump to the end, but that speech that one gives at the very end was like a fucking manifesto. And I all I could think was there are people out there who are on the edge of doing something really horrific. And this is going to encourage them. I really, it didn't cross my mind, but you're hundred percent right. What I was going to say is it could have been done in 20 minutes. And in fact, I think that the dragging out of the storyline made me realize that there was a twist coming. 
I think it ruined yeah. the twist because that I said, I literally said to Anthony, as we were watching like 15 minutes before the reveal happened, I was like, this has to have some significance. We are spending so much time of this season on this, on this guy. I'm like, not only is there going to be a twist with Elle's backstory, but this has to connect in a much more overarching way to the whole season. I guessed it 10 minutes before it happened only because I was seeing the same thing over and over and over again. And it totally would ruin the flow of almost every episode. I would get into what's going on with Steve and them and with Mike and all that stuff. I would get really enthralled into it. And then they would cut to L in this white room with nobody. And I just, I could not get through those scenes. I thought the Russian storyline was way too drawn out too. Yes. I liked the vibe because it was winter (laughs) and snowy, but it was, it was too much. It was, and it was too much where it was exhausting when he gets recaptured. I was pissed. I was like, (laughs) I can't believe that this is going to go till the end of this volume. I was annoyed. The actor who played with Winona for the whole time, I don't know his name. He's so good. I saw a thing on Twitter that that actor plays the magician in the office in that late season episode where Nellie is like afraid of magicians and they invite (laughs) one to her party. That's great. My other complaint about the scariness of it is that at least to me, it was for no reason. It seemed like the clock thing and the spiders coming out of the clock and that Mm -hmm. stuff, maybe that is a reference to a horror movie that we don't know, in which case then maybe it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because that's, like you said, that's part of what they do and how they build the stories. But yeah, I just thought it was unnecessary. I don't disagree. I don't totally even still now understand how Vecna ties into the larger story. Okay, so I actually was going to say two things that I don't quite understand. One, yes, I don't really get why is what one was saying to Elle related to what Vecna is doing now? And then my second confusion point, and literally maybe I missed it, but maybe I didn't, what is Vecna's plan? What is the the master goal? Like <laughs> I, I don't know. And is Vecna the ultimate evil, or is Vecna working for the mind flayer well, thing? Or what's see, the story that there? part? It seems like they answered. I don't know if they're right, but Dustin and Lucas were talking about how it seems as though to them Vecna is the right hand man of the mind flayer. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they need like Vecna the five star general. They say. Yes. Or something. Yeah. They need him to open the the, the gates. So one is Vecna, and I got that. Yeah. But does that mean he, when we see him in his scary form? Yeah. Is he then coming to the right side of Earth as one? Is he like transforming himself? Like No, 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 no. I think one became Vecna and has not been one again. He was a kid in, in Victor's house. That all happened. Yeah. And that, and he used his regular one powers to kill his family. Okay, yeah. Then he gets into the experiment thing and becomes one, and becomes one. And then L fighting one makes him into this half demon, half whatever, who is now in the upside down. So when we're seeing L interact with one, 
Yes. That's not happening in present day. No, that's a memory. That's a memory okay. of the thing they keep showing where we initially thought L had killed all those people. Okay. So present day out, the only version of L that's present day is the one that was with Paul Reiser. Yes. And went back into the whatever place mm-hmm. and then is in that tub of. Correct. It's a sensory deprivation okay. thing to, for her to like relive memories. So then when we're seeing her interact with one for the majority of the season, what age is she supposed to be? Those are memories from when she was young in the experiment, but she we're seeing her as older because first of all, they did not film that when she was little. And second of all, because she as her older self is like reliving those experiences that she's forgotten. Okay, so that's why we see it sometimes like flicker back to her yes. being little. Yes, because she was okay. little and she's reliving it and they just did it for filming purposes. Okay. Is that something that most people got and I just missed it? I think or did they do that confusingly? That small part, I feel like most people probably understood. The rest okay. of your questions were not, it was confusing in the show. I'm glad you cleared that up because that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. So one has like ceased to exist and now it's just Vecna living in the upside down doing his Vecna thing. Okay. But I don't even really know what his goal is. <laughs> I don't know why he's killing teens. It doesn't totally he make explains, sense. He does explain why he's killing teens. Oh, and what was the reason? He says something to Elle at the very end during that manifesto thing they presented themselves as good normal people but like everything else in this world it was all a lie a terrible lie oh yes 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 he did say that but then why is it happening now we don't know that answer right great question i don't know if he said he could have said it and i yeah i was a little mind blown even though i knew the twist was coming when it happened, I was a little unfocused because I couldn't believe that they actually connected the most boring thing ever to what else was going on. <laughs> that guy was, was scarier than Vecna. Yes. Horrifying. <laughs> he could never play a hero. That's for sure. <laughs> He's in Twilight. He oh plays one God. of the vulture He totally does. You're right. Uh, after I finished it, I was reading a review from Slash Film and I wrote down this sentence because it just struck me so funny. Lucas is torn between the true friends he's always had and his new gang of fellow jocks led by a psychotic future Republican senator. <laughs> oh my God, that is so spot on. He even looks like a senator now. Forget future. He just <laughs> looks like he could put a suit on yeah. and be a senator currently. Truly. <laughs> That whole story could have been cut, by the way. All that stuff with the... It could have been 10 minutes. And like, what did we even need that as a through line where they're like manhunting Eddie for nine episodes? Like, is there a reason? Maybe it'll come together in the final two. But I was exhausted by that as well. They already have things to run from. They don't need more things. We already have a lot of characters. We didn't need them at all. They just serve no purpose. The bat things that attack Steve in the Upside Down are so stupid. I'm sorry, <laughs> but they're stupid. They're little dinosaur bat things. There's no purpose. It doesn't further the story. And then after they fight them off, they're just gone. Yeah. They're- where are the rest of them not attacking them? Whatever Nancy says, I can't remember the line, but when she's holding the oar from the canoe, so cheesy. Hey there. All of that upside down stuff was lame. 
it looks bad. They, they do such a good job with so many other things that when they're in the hole upside down and all around them, it just looks like they're on a green screen. It doesn't. Oh, I actually thought it was really cool. Oh, I see, it I really think cool. it looks cheesy uh. when they're outside, when they're inside and it's like spooky versions of the places they know that's cool. But when I'm looking at a field of weird CGI, it just, I'm very aware that I'm watching a television show. Didn't you love the red lightning though? Yes. That I did love. So my biggest complaint about all of this, besides the needlessly scary parts mm-hmm. is the dialogue. Oh, you pick up on this so much easier than I do. I don't know. I'm just like ready for cheese with whatever I'm watching. I don't know what it is, but this is never hits me like it hits you. I don't know if it's always been this way and it hasn't hit me until now, hmm. but especially Robin, who I liked in season three, who I did and I did not like in this season, Agreed. specifically because of the amount of cheesy, quippy, ridiculous dialogue they gave her. I only wrote one down. I wanted to write like 50 of them down. Right after they fight off the bats, and then they're going to go, I don't know, wherever the heck they're going. She says, great, more running. It's like they try to do this. What's that actually called? The things that could be interpreted by the audience as cliché. They try to call out the cliches. I see. But well, it ends up coming across as really cheesy. Oh, you on, did? Yeah. I, I knew there was a word for it. <laughs> yeah, it's lampshading. They did it really. If you go back through, there are so there are dozens of instances of it. And I'm like, guys, you're making it worse. <laughs> it, it's always worse. It's never better. When shows do it, it's never good. It doesn't help us. It just makes it seem like you're intentionally fucking with us by doing that. But more on robin though didn't they like totally change her character is this what she was like last season listen it's been 11 years since we saw (laughs) season three so who knows but it just seemed like from my memory again it's been a long time but from my memory she was like the cool collected one and steve was like the dorky like well guy and now it seems like they almost flipped and he's way more serious and she's like a non-stop rambling mess every scene it's so weird she is very bumbling yeah i thought she was cool in the first season she was in it feels like they sat down in a writer's room and labeled them all and said like <laughs> robin robin quirky. comic relief quirky comic relief <laughs> i hate it Eve, did you Mom. weren't there moments where you thought maybe Robin and Nancy were going to make out. I was hoping for it. And then of course the moments where Nancy and Steve are going to make out. And I'm like, listen guys, it's all right here for you. (laughs) Me and Anthony do not like Nancy and Steve together. We are, we want Nancy to stay with Jonathan because we're not the biggest Nancy fans and we love Steve with our entire heart and we don't want her to ruin him. They're going to kill Steve. I know. I can't even talk about it because I will be devastated when it happens, but I know it's going to happen. Me and Anthony, when we, the second to last episode, so when we were watching this, we stayed up until 2.30 in the morning watching it, by the way, because we got to the second to last episode and we're like, well, shit, now we have to watch the last episode because it was the only one to end on like a true cliffhanger. And so then the last one is an hour and 40 minutes long. So we watched a movie at 2 a.m. And 
he turned to me and he's like, they're going to kill Steve. I'm like, don't say it. I can't. (laughs) They're going to kill him. I know they are. And then I'm reading all these stupid interviews from the Duffer brothers now that's like, no one's safe. Everyone's in jeopardy. And it's like, you guys have not killed anybody. So you don't, you don't get to just pull this card out where like anybody can die. You have not killed a main character in four seasons. So this will be the first time it's happened. You're not Game of Thrones. It's not like we can expect the unexpected where they're going to kill off the main characters all at a time here. What's uh, Nancy's boyfriend's name again? Jonathan. The actor who plays him, I swear to God, they said, how can we make this man as ugly as fucking possible? (laughs) He had not washed his hair in about seven months. Probably since the last time they filmed Stranger Things is the last time he washed his <laughs> what, hair. <laughs> what they did to Will with his haircut and his w- wardrobe, what they did to Mike with his haircut, and what they did to Jonathan, someone should be fined. What is going on with Will? Do they have a vendetta? Could they give this kid a freaking break? He had two seasons where he was basically a possessed nothing for the first two seasons. Then he finally gets some agency and they make him like a lame in season three. And Is he, he in love with Mike? It seems like it. Then he, we need to get into that. Then, like, then That's do it. Yeah. Stop hinting at it and just well, do it. Well, I read another quote that was like, it's up to interpretation. Oh, Which... shut up. What are you, J.K. Rowling? <laughs> shut up. Honestly, I would rather Mike be with Will than be with Elle. So there was one point where I noticed they had a bunch of flashes of those massacred children. Mm-hmm. And then it immediately cuts to a scene that's a close-up of a Coke can. Hmm. And I thought, one, did Coke pay for this placement? And two, if they didn't, are they aware that it's happening? Because I cannot possibly imagine that Coke would have okayed that. Yeah. But I also can't imagine that Coke is the kind of company that would just allow carte blanche use of their product. Don't they seem like they would be the kind of company to demand that they see how their product's being used? I don't know that they have a say in that. Can't you use whatever you want? No, I don't think so. I think when I think it depends on the deal and the brand, but I think that they're allowed to dictate because that's where same thing with like song rights. They're allowed well, to know context of what how it's going to be used and they can say no. That's if they're paying for the placement then they get to dictate it. But like, for example, Peloton, they didn't get to dictate that. They didn't even know it was happening because they didn't pay for that placement. Right. So if, if, and just like that could use Peloton without them having any knowledge of it, then it's gotta be the same thing, Hmm. right? Otherwise, if it, (laughs) if, if that wasn't allowed, you... Peloton would have been suing them. The well, next oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one we know was not. They they came out and said they didn't know that it right. was. Right. So then. Yeah, but I think that but, Coke but I didn't feel like we've de- I've definitely read articles about other brands refusing the use of their product or something. And like the thing where iPhone doesn't allow villains to use iPhones in movies. So obviously there is some, I just don't know what the rules are, but I know that some brands have refused or at least dictated the usage of it. So what do we think is going to happen in the final two episodes? Did you hear the finale is two hours and 20 minutes? Yeah, I, I am not a fan of that either. Can you just make more episodes? like like just cut it so that it's more episodes than nine because then it puts us in a position where if we want to watch one more episode it's like two and a half hours long i know there must be that must be the reason that they want it all watched at once 
whatever it is. I don't know what I think is going to happen. Didn't you think Joyce was acting weird too? Yes, but I actually think I liked her better in this one than in the previous. She seemed a little more capable than normal. I thought she seemed dopier, like more animated, not in a good way. She did seem more animated, but I didn't mind it because it seemed like she had a better handle on the situation. Usually she's with Hopper and then he's the one calling the shots. So she's just like, like beep bopping along with him. And being that they weren't together, I think she had to take on more of like a responsibility role in the plan. So I didn't mind it. Okay. The... Scene with the um, Demogorgon in Russia was fucking cool. (laughs) When it came busting out through the door, I was pumped up. It was exciting. Didn't it seem stronger and faster than it has? A million percent. When it came out, I was like, that's what a Demogorgon looked like. I don't remember it looking like that, nor do I remember (laughs) it acting this way. (laughs) But it was really cool. So I was on board. Also, I thought when he stole the vodka to use for fire, I thought he was just going to make a a Molotov cocktail, like shove it in, throw it at the thing. I didn't know he was going to wrap a spear with fire and like point it. Like, what was the... (laughs) what were we gonna do there that yeah it was very weird and then once i saw that he had the spear i thought okay he's gonna light it on fire and then at an opportune moment he's gonna throw it down his like stab it down his throat didn't really do that either but he waited till the fire went (laughs) out to do that (laughs) (laughs) also oh a one call that i am going to make for the next part is they're a hundred percent going to use yuri's flamethrower to destroy the demogorgon in russia because there was a Chekhov's gun reference of him saying wait till you see my flamethrower when they're in his little like bunker so they're a hundred percent going to be a scene where hopper is wielding a flamethrower that's yes you're (laughs) absolutely right i didn't catch that but you're totally right all right see you in july for catherine's birthday what a gift (laughs) 